What's going on, good people? Welcome to the podcast, Round the Wicket with Ryan Mayfield and myself, Vivek Vinayak. We're going live from my hometown, Bengaluru. It's called the Silicon City of India, something like California of the United States. And Ryan is going live from Arkansas in the United States of America. What's up, buddy? How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Excited to be on here with you. Absolutely. I mean, we are two buddies uh, who developed friendship over the game of cricket. And that's what the podcast is all about. Talking about cricket, bringing celebrities who are revolving around cricket, talking to cricketers, maybe empires and fitness enthusiasts and discussing how this game is going forward. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a very, very special guest, our first international guest. Our first guest who's going to be talking to us a lot about cricket. He's been a premium fast bowler for a lot of IPL franchises. He's played for the Indian cricket team and he's the buddy of Ryan. Ryan, before we reveal that big name, I want you to tell me how you met this, this person and uh, how's that you got, uh, you're able to get him on our show today in just a few minutes. Yeah, so I met him while I lived in Bangalore uh, and just made a lot of friends while I was there. And so had a mutual friend who knew that I loved cricket. And so uh, we ended up going out and grabbing some food one evening with a couple other people. And, you know, ever since then have just kind of stayed in touch here and there. And so I just sent him a, a message a few days back and said, hey, do you want to be on our podcast? And he thought it was a pretty cool idea. Wow. You know, I'm sure all the listeners would be waiting to know who this mystery person is. I don't want to even give away what he kind of does in cricket, whether he bowls or he bats or he's a fielder. That is like a, a mystery thing for you till the end. But I do know that today we're going to be talking about a lot to do uh, with cricket in terms of uh, how the game is going to go forward in terms of the COVID-19. A special topic about using saliva to shine the ball. I'm sure all the bowlers out there are really, really interested to know what they're going to do to keep that ball shining, let that swing come in in the first overs of the game. We're also going to be talking about how IPL might take place in the days ahead, uh, what are the teams going to be playing, how the BCCI might conduct this tournament, whether it's in India, Sri Lanka, or it's going to be somewhere else. And of course, that special guest who's going to be talking to us all about cricket. Hey, if you're a cricket enthusiast, I want you to stay tuned till the end. because We've been talking about fitness and cricket. Over the years, uh, the Indian cricket team especially, I know that a lot of other cricketers have taken fitness very seriously way before than us. Uh, but I know that at least Indian cricketers now feel the importance of cricket with the likes of Virat Kohli kind of really, really focusing on food, nutrition, exercise. Uh, so we're going to be talking to our special guest about how fitness is going to be playing a huge role in shaping up of a superstar. It's no more just, you know, um, winning matches. It's also about staying fit. So Ryan, on that front, what are your thoughts about uh, athleticism and cricket? It was always criticized as being a lazy game. I don't think <laughs> so anymore, my friend. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, it's so much different than other sports. And so it's really easy for people to think that, you know, it doesn't take as much fitness, but if you've ever played, you know, then, you know, it can be, can be really tiring, especially, you know, the different formats all have their different challenges. If you're playing a, a T20 format, then you get tired really fast because, you know, you're going and playing as hard as you possibly can, but then you go to something like a longer format and it's much more about endurance, right? And then the different positions, if you're a bowler, you know, especially fast bowlers have so many injuries in the longer format, especially back injuries and, and maybe things with ankles or knees, just because there's so much pressure and stress put on their bodies. So yeah, it's just really interesting. And you definitely see a difference in fielding 
on teams, the teams that are, are more fit, their fielding is always better, right? Uh, I know like Virat, he's very big on that. And uh, even Dhoni before him, like there's, uh, there's barely anybody that's faster between the wickets than Dhoni, right? Absolutely. And so, yeah, I think it's a, a big, big thing. And, you know, Chris Gale's a great example of this, right? He's known to, to hit the ball. That's what he does. He's not known to run. <laughs> uh, so we're talking about two kinds of fitness here. One is endurance, uh, say, for a fast bowler who has to kind of sustain for a long period of time. And then we've got somebody like Chris Gale, who, who's a power hitter. I mean, he's got power mm. in those arms. And mm-hmm. the moment he connects the bat and the ball, the ball is out of the park. So we're talking about two kinds of fitness here. Somebody of yeah. uh, the nature of Chris Gale, who's into a lot of weight training, uh, a lot of protein going into his, his nutrition so that mm-hmm. you know he stays fit and he's able to hit the ball out of the park. And then we're talking Talking about fast bowling as well, talking about fast bowling, are we already giving away the nature of the visitor on our show today? Um, I don't know. Keep it, keep it locked. Keep it locked to our podcast. <laughs> We're going to tell you who's our special guest today. But um, talking about your time in Bangalore, Ryan, I really miss those days when we used to play yeah. cricket. Um, you know, used to stay in a place called Koromangla. And he, uh, Ryan used to probably play cricket on the weekends with the, the locals there. Um, you got so obsessed that you actually picked up a cricket kit. I mean, you had a full-fledged kit with uh, pads yeah. and uh, gloves and helmet. And you used to actually play leather ball cricket, not, not yeah. tennis ball cricket. So talk to me about those days. I'm sure you miss that. <laughs> I do. I miss that a lot. Uh, yeah, I played a little bit of both. You know, I started with, with a tennis ball, of course, but then got into some of the leather ball cricket and you know, first of all, it's just so much different and the, the teams are different, like who plays which one, you know, if you're going to play leather ball cricket, it takes some investment and, and time. And so people definitely take that more seriously, but then you can go to any park or uh, even just in the streets and find some tennis ball cricket to play and different rules. You know, you got to keep it in the street. You can't hit the cars in the air, you know, one, one hand catch, things like that. And, um, yeah, I miss that a lot for sure, but it was a lot of fun for me and a great experience. And I learned a ton and, and changed the way that I played from when I began to, you know, to now it's changed a lot, the different positions that I think I I'm good at. And yeah, but I love it and I miss it a lot. Talking about positions and talking about investment in cricket, you know, for an Indian, especially growing up, I think there is absolutely no requirement. Um, you know, need for an investment in playing cricket because I remember, and if there are Indians listening to our podcast, you can relate to this as well. While we're in the third or fourth or fifth grade, if we didn't have wickets, we used to pick up huge boulders of stone and actually keep it as wickets and keep two, three more stones on that so that it looks like a wicket. Uh And we used to keep one more small stone on the other end of it. And, uh, you know, we used to get so inspired watching tournaments on TV like the Pepsi Cup or the Coke Cup or, you know, uh, or the Red Bull Trophy or something like that. And we actually used to make up small tournaments by ourselves. And we used to call ourselves uh, the local Pepsi Cup. And whichever <laughs> team, you know, ended up winning the tournament actually buys Coke or Pepsi for the others. <laughs> uh, so that was our yeah. version of, of the Pepsi or, or Coke Cup. And, um, you know, we used to wait for an opportunity to get out of our homes and, and go play cricket. And we used to take it pretty seriously. I mean, you know, it's not like um, you, you give away so easily. You know, every run, every wicket, we used to fight over it. Sometimes, you know, get into brawls because um, we don't want to let them win and despite us playing local cricket. So the passion runs really deep uh, for an Indian when it comes to cricket. But hey, you know what? The, this is what the podcast is all about. It's an American who comes from a country which knows nothing about cricket but has the same amount of passion that an Indian has. And I'm really glad to know that there is somebody like you, Ryan, who loves the game so much. But tell me something, while you were leaving uh, India, 
I remember giving you a special gift, right? I don't know if you still have that gift with you. Do you remember what I gave you while you were leaving India? Did you give me a cricket ball? Yeah. Uh, I gave you a, a cricket leather ball uh, and, and I signed it saying, hey man, I'll, I'll miss you, buddy. I hope you kind of use yeah. this and uh, play cricket. It's or around here somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, um, I mean, that's the, and people were like, hey, he's an American. What are you doing giving him a cricket ball? I mean, you should be giving him a, a baseball CD or, you know, some DVDs or some books. And I said, no, 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 no. This guy is, uh, is a Desi American. He's not really an American. He's more of an Indian. So um, that was that's how much we, you know, we love the game of cricket. Um, well, in just a few minutes, we're going to be bringing our special guest on board. I'm not going to be giving away too much, but I've told you before, he's played the IPL before for several Premier Leagues, uh, for several teams. He also played for the Indian cricket team. And uh, let me give you a clue. Let, let me just make this a little more interesting. He comes from the place of Jharkhand. He's played for the under-19 Jharkhand team and he's somebody who's also very fast. Now, you make your guesses whether he's fast in swinging his <laughs> bat or fast in delivering the ball, but he's going to be on our show today talking to us about cricket and so much more. Are you excited about that, Ryan? Yeah, I'm so excited about that. I think uh, I really have enjoyed watching him play over the years and so I'm excited to uh, to talk with him about you know just what's happening right now in the cricket world, about what might happen uh, with the IPL, about different teams he's played with, and uh, yeah, so I'm just very excited to have him on today. Fantastic. Talking about uh, you know our special guest today, uh, you also have uh, you know flooded with so much of news uh, about the world of cricket. So many things happening, so many developments happening in the world of cricket. Of course, we discussed about uh, a few things yesterday, but today as well, we have so much more to discuss. Um, we've already told you that we're going to lead up to a discussion which talks about performance and and which beats potential. I think the, any cricket team today in the entire world is looking at performance and not just potential. And that is why the players across the world have bucked up in terms of fitness, in terms of nutrition. I mean, I used to always remember the Australian cricket team being dead serious about these things. Mm. Um, it seems like the entire cricket fraternity now has taken it very, very seriously, especially, especially if you want to be a fast bowler. Oops. Fast bowler. Oops. Okay. Fast bowler. I, did, I just said something which you should not be uh, hearing, but yeah, fast bowler. So, um, what was your favorite, uh, Ryan? What, what, what was your, I mean, did you ever bowl? Do you like bowling? What are, you, what are your thoughts about bowling? Yeah. I mean, so I started. Uh, sorry. It's called uh, the batsman's game. It, it, cricket is called as, as the batsman's paradise. So, in, in a batsman's game, what does the uh, role of a bowler have in today's times? Yeah. Well, I started bowling uh, wanting to be a fast bowler. Right. That's what I thought I would be. And then at some point I decided to try spin and it just went so much better for me. Uh, so I, okay. I um, ended up being kind of a, a right arm uh, spinner and just, yeah, did better that way. So I like that. But I, what I really enjoy about it is it's almost like a chess game right? It's a, yes. it's a chess yes. game between the bowler and the batsman, each one Absolutely. of them trying to outsmart each other. Uh, and then with yes. being the batsman, you know, setting your field, right. Knowing, what ball you're going to bowl and getting that right so that you, you know, trick the batsman into doing what you want him to do. Uh, it's right. just, there's so much mental, you know, to it that I think a lot of other uh, sports or even just a lot of sports enthusiasts wouldn't, wouldn't think that is there so much, you know, uh, in baseball, for instance, like baseball is a great sport, but I don't think there's quite as much that goes into, you know, delivering the ball and cause the, the fielders are always in the same place, right? Uh, okay. you can only hit the ball in, in so much of the field, whereas cricket, 
you know, you can hit it anywhere and you can set the fielders almost anywhere. And so there's so many more variables there. And I just think it's so interesting, especially if you're one of the people uh, that's, you know, throwing the ball to the batsman. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, before the podcast started, we were discussing about how, uh, you know, India uh, still lacks a premium fast bowler. Oops, I've said that again, but I'll just continue. India still lacks a premium fast bowler and how we're still looking for youngsters to kind of, you know, um, kind of run in and deliver the ball at 150, 160 a case per hour. But mm-hmm. having said that, I think uh, in the a few years, uh, you know, in the, what we've seen cricket, We've seen how spinners have dominated the game. If you look mm. at the Indian Premier League, it's the spinners which have always delivered for all their teams. Beat RCB with Yuzvendra Chehel. Every time RCB mm. wanted a wicket, it was Yuzvendra Chehel who jumped in and mm. got us those breakthroughs. And especially a guy like Rashid Khan. Imagine Rashid Khan coming oh, in from yeah. Afghanistan. I mean, uh, look at what cricket can do. Uh, a, a country like Afghanistan with so much of turmoil, with so much of political instability, you go and get a guy like a, a Rashid Khan who can become your go-to spinner. I mean, um, I don't know about now, but at least in the last few seasons, he's been the most unplayable spinner. What oh, are your thoughts on that, Ryan? He, he's been amazing and for so young. He was, what, 19 when he started playing the IPL? He started, yes. Um, yes. And just... Absolutely amazing. He was probably, in my opinion, uh, maybe the MVP of the whole tournament that first year. Uh, and not only okay. with his bowling, but he he can he can field right. I've seen him make some amazing catches, and catches, he's yes. not he's not bad with a bat. <laughs> you know, he's not bad for, with a, a, bat. Yes. for a, a premium bat or a bowler. Yes. He's he bowler. Can, he knows how to use a bat pretty well, which is yes. not always a given with you know your your mainline bowlers and so i think rashid khan is amazing and i hope he plays for a long long time both for uh, afghanistan and and in the ipl absolutely you know talking about rashid khan i think one team which comes to my mind which is really shaping up to give good competition to chennai super kings the hyderabad sunrisers i mean they've got mm. so many of these players who are in prime form in great form not just in the ipl but in their respective national sides as well. Uh, mm-hmm. People like Dave Warner, people like uh, Kane Williamson, Rashid Khan. There are so many other names which the Sunrisers have. And I think Bhuvi. they are in close. Uh, they've got Bhuvaneshwar Kumar. They've yeah. got so many other players. Um, I think they're looking like tough competition to the Chennai Super Kings. Um, and I think finally we'll get to see two very, very competitive cricket teams playing the game. That makes the game even more exciting, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Only when two tough competitors play a match will you know what cricket is all about, going down like a live wire till the end. Yeah. Well, and their bowling unit for the past several years has just been outstanding. You know, definitely the best in the IPL, I think. Uh, you know, they may not be the best team, but their bowling unit has just been a- as good as you could hope for, uh, both with some some fast bowlers and spinners. And so that's been, they've been a very tough team to play. Lots of low-scoring matches, you know, where they they play the batsmen really well. And so, yeah, they're always going to be probably a team that other teams are not excited about playing. (laughs) Absolutely, absolutely. And talking about uh, Sunrisers Hyderabad as well, I think um, they're also a team which has evolved uh, in the IPL. They were earlier called the Deccan Chargers, and then Mm -hmm. there was a switch of management, and now they're called Sunrisers Hyderabad. And if many people don't know, they actually won one season of the IPL earlier before being the Sunrisers Hyderabad. And now right. they have one or two. I think they have two. Um, um, one, I think, against uh, Sunrisers Hyderabad. Uh, one against uh, Royal Challengers Bangalore. And the mm. other being probably 
the last season. I think the last season was won by Sunrisers Hyderabad. If I'm not wrong. Um, um, La- last I season, I thought freeze. was uh, Mumbai. Mumbai. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm had a brain freeze, but um, I think that's one team which I'm looking forward to if the IPL is played uh, this year or not. Uh, but let's just uh, straight away dive into the the main attraction of today's podcast. We're going to be joined in by a very very special guest. Um, he is of course a player of the Indian Premier League. Has played so many other franchises. Is a very close friend of Ryan, and we're going to be speaking to him in a few minutes. So keep it locked. We'll come back in a few moments. Do not go anywhere. Welcome back to Round the Wicket. You're listening to this podcast with me, Vivek Binayak, and my buddy Ryan Mayfield, right there in the United States of America. I'm going live from here, Bengaluru, India. And as promised earlier, we have a very, very special guest on our podcast. We've been giving you hints. We've been teasing the segment. We've told you about fast, fast, fast. Ryan, uh, should we give them some more guesses before we actually do the drum roll and introduce our special guest for today? Uh, I don't know. Do you think they can take any more? Uh, I think they can. What about uh, what about this player playing for the Raw? Since since I'm from Bangalore and Ryan also has like a liking for the RCB team, uh, he did play for Royal Challengers Bangalore in uh, a few seasons, and he's also a fast bowler. Uh, yeah. So fast that he can actually go past 150Ks per hour. Yeah. Do you need any more guesses? I think it's now time to unveil our special guest on our podcast. Let the drum roll. <laughs> and there we go. We have Varun Aaron with us live right now on our podcast. Such a pleasure to have you, Varun. Welcome to Round the Wicked. How's it going, my man? Thanks, Vivek. Hey, Ryan. It's, it's hey. going. I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty quiet, to be honest. <laughs> at the moment. Yeah, actually, uh, it's, it's a wrong question to ask. I mean, the entire country is on a lockdown and um, I'm, right. just before the podcast began, you know, we were discussing about how you're working out in your home gym. Ryan um, has been your friend for a long, long time. And Ryan, um, I probably want you to ask, uh, you know, Varun, the, the most special question you had in mind for him, Ryan. Over to you. Oh, man. Uh, the most special question I have. So I have a few different questions I wrote down. Let's start with this one. So this one will be fun. Why why don't you like Stuart Broad? Why'd you break his nose? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's not like I don't like him. Uh, there's nobody I really dislike on the cricket field. It's just that it's, it's one of those unfortunate incidents which just happened in cricket. Uh, the intention was definitely not to break his nose. But but yeah, it's just that uh, it's, it's just, I feel it was really unlucky for him for the ball to go between his oh, his yeah. the, the the visor and and his and his helmet because man you just got like two and a half like three a three inch gap so yeah. for a pretty ball to actually go in you you've got to have like a really bad day for that to happen oh and it's so unlucky like it's unlucky because the the gap for the ball is just barely big enough for it to fit it's unlucky exactly. because it was against you who throw the ball much harder than, you know, just about anybody else would. Uh, and yeah. So, yeah, I remember watching that live on television and, uh, oh, that was, that was un- unlucky is a good word for it. Stuart Bod has a love-hate relationship with the Indian cricketers. I think Varun breaking his nose and UV Paji <laughs> sending him out for six sixes in that mm. uh, T20, you know, game. So, I think Stuart Bod has this love-hate relationship with the Indian players. W- what do you think hurt the most? Uh, the broken nose or, I mean, getting hit for six sixes in an over. I, I, I mean, not because I did it, but I personally feel the broken nose because, I mean, after the six sixes, he's, he's really uh, become a different bowler. He's got close to 
I don't know, with his one days and uh, tests, he's close to maybe 600, 700 wickets. But, uh, but, but I mean, I think bad for him because uh, his batting really suffered after that. And uh, he actually, I think he had a couple of uh, test hundreds before that. But then after that, he was never the same batsman. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, the intention was never to to injure somebody where they would lose confidence in their batting. But like I said, it was really unfortunate. Uh, but I was saying that, I mean, really hats off to him. Uh, he showed up in the next test with a face mask and yeah. played the whole game. Um, I mean, not many people would do that. Uh, most people would, I mean, take a, take a match, take a series off and, 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 and like heal up. He had a broken nose. So, so really, hats off to him that he came out and showed a lot of spirit. That really goes on to show, uh, you know, uh, cricket is is not just uh, you know a lazy game as, as as some some you know people put it. Uh, you know, reminds me of so many such more instances like Anil Kumble coming out to bowl after the broken jaw. Uh, this mm. Graham Smith who coming out to save his his team with a broken finger. So I mean, I mean, just goes on to show, uh, Ryan, uh, for all the Americans listening, how how cricket can be a game like it's like a war. I mean, you want yeah. you want to go all the way to save your team, save your game, and play the game with full passion. Yeah. Well, I mean, we talked about it a little bit on the last episode, but you know, last year's IPL final with Shane Watson, you know, after the match is over and his the whole leg of his pant is covered in blood because he's been batting out there with a huge gash and uh, was just amazing. So yeah, uh, you know, for Stuart Broad. Definitely feel bad for the nose, and uh, you know, Varun. I know there's obviously no no bad intention from you. It was just like you said, unlucky, and you know, yeah, good for him for going out there and and uh, playing in the next next match. You know, uh, right. so those things happen. It's part of the the sport, I suppose. Hundred percent. Yeah, this is part of the sport. I mean, we've all got injured playing cricket at some point. I mean, not uh, like like an injury, but like uh, um. Uh, a blow and stuff like that. It's just, mm-hmm. it's, it's a, at the end of the day, it's a really hard ball. Uh, yeah. So that's just bound to happen. Yeah, definitely. You know, Varun, um, I, I call myself uh, uh, an RCB fan, a Royal Challengers uh, fan, maybe because, you know, I'm from Bangalore and uh, we miss you, man. I mean, uh, we, we miss seeing, uh, you know, a, a fast bowler running in and, you know, kind of uh, speeding in with those uh, 0-150 case per hour deliveries. So uh, how's it going in uh, Rajasthan, uh, you know, Rajasthan team? How's it going? Do you miss playing for RCB? Um, yeah, I do miss playing for RCB because I, I live in Bangalore. I mean, most of my family is based in Bangalore. So, it was really nice. We'd spend a lot of time at home with the, with the folks throughout throughout the IPL. And obviously, RCB is a great franchise. Uh, the atmosphere at the ground is one of the, I mean, if not the best uh, in, in in India. And uh, it's, it's, it's a great franchise. But uh, saying that, going to um, Rajasthan is... A really different experience. When I say different, I see. I mean, I mean, really differently. Good experience. Um, the team is really high on on analysis, preparation. Like we have our camps way before any IPL team can have their camps. We prepared really hard. Last season was like one of the seasons where we just missed out on small margins throughout. Uh, they could have gone anyway. I mean, we all know T Twenties are. It's just mm. one ball which makes a difference. Um, or just one boundary, one. It's just like the percentages are really low. But that being said, I mean, um, Rajasthan Royals is a great franchise. Um, they're very player centric. Like every player gets whatever they need uh, when it comes to uh, helping the team deliver um, and and uh, and winning matches. So yeah, they've. I, I mean, I've been in quite a few franchises. And I would say Rajasthan Royals um, have like we we have the best uh, coaching setup, best team atmosphere, uh, 
and we we practice practice and train really hard i feel really bad now because i felt rcb has only cake smashing sessions and and probably the best part of our rcb so far has been mr nags danish is a good friend danish is listening <laughs> a shout out to you <laughs> well but yeah i think we should take some cue from that player analysis what do you think ryan yeah well you know yesterday or last time we were recording vivek and i were talking about rajasthan royals and how for me one of the things that sets them apart from some other franchises is that they're very steady, right? Um, most of the time you have teams that start off really bad, but then get better as the season goes on. You have some teams that start off really, really good, but then don't make it through to the end of the tournament. But Rajasthan, I think is probably the most steady team out of all the teams. They, they just kind of play their game. They're not there to, to show off. They don't, you know, usually bring on players that are trying to make a name for themselves more than help the team. And so that's been probably the most impressive thing to me about Rajasthan Royals. What what do you think is, what is it about the, the team or the culture that, that makes it that way? I, I think it comes down to the ethos of the owners have have laid down right from the start because if you if you remember right from their first series so from the from the first IPL um, they had a team with not the biggest names even though IPL was yes. a new franchise stuff like that and they still won the IPL um, I'm not saying they had like teams with uh, like a team with no big names they had quite a few big names but compared to the other teams they weren't really uh, big player heavy. They were more like a mix of great Indian players, upcoming players and stuff mm. like that. So, so I feel the, the franchise always believes in supporting players and helping them also in their international careers, not just in the IPL. They want people to come into the franchise and go away being better players, better humans and stuff like that. That's, I mean, they talk a lot about stuff like that. But whereas um, uh, it might not be the same in a lot of the other franchise because... Um, I mean, at the end of the day, everybody wants to just win the trophy, which is which is the the foremost uh, um, aim for everybody. But at the same time, I mean, Rajasthan wants to win it more than anybody else because they won the first and haven't won uh, a single trophy after that. But but they they believe that by staying grounded, uh, having a great team atmosphere, it will it will be um, easier for us to win the trophy. And I feel. Like when you play for such a team, the, the the loyalty is 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 really high, um, and you want to do well for them and want to make the team well, which is is something which uh, would echo throughout the entire team. And saying which, I mean, even RCB uh, like uh, was a really good team. You would really want to play for the team. Uh, we also had a great uh, coaching setup. Great captain and and the fans are unbelievable, Milvan in Bangalore. Uh, like that stadium really want the fans to win because. Um, I would say that RCB has the most committed fans amongst all franchises. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I've been to several Woo! matches there, and it's a, <laughs> it's a great atmosphere. You know, the ground is smaller, so it it feels like everybody is closer. Uh, you know, yeah. you you feel like you're almost on the field. You know, in some of the different seats, and a lot yeah. of great, super fun, high energy matches that have been played there. So. Yeah, I would uh, I would agree with that for sure. So, you know, we talked a few days ago, we're kind of messaging back and forth and you mentioned that you think the IPL will will still happen this year. What do you think that could look like? Yeah, I think it it might happen. There, uh, there's no signal from the government or the BCCI till now that IPL will not happen. So, it's pretty likely that it it will happen. Uh, it's just the question of when. Mm -hmm. Um it's I mean, it's it's such a unpredictable time at the moment. So nobody can really put a finger 
on a date or or actually say for sure that the IPL will happen. So I mean, uh, at this moment, we can only speculate and say the IPL can possibly happen because there is not. Um, I mean, nobody said anything otherwise. So for now, I think it's on um, because um, it means a lot to the fans. For one, people are people would just flock to the stadiums. I feel for every single game because people are just starved of sport and entertainment, mm-hmm. and and also it means a lot to the players and the franchises because they invested a lot of time, money, uh, personnel. So I mean, and the build-up to the IPL starts right from the auction. So so yeah, I mean, there's a lot which has gone to it, and everybody wants to make it happen. Yeah. Varun, I have a question for you. Uh, you know, in terms of the public sentiment of the entire world now facing the COVID-19 pandemic, uh, there's always been a debate um, on on the parallel that you know uh, what's more important, the safety of the spectators or or playing a game. Um, on that front, uh, what are your thoughts on probably playing the game without spectators in an enclosed stadium? I know a cricket has been played in an indoor stadium before, and that has not been maybe that popular as a stadium which has been outdoor. But what are your thoughts on playing the game um, without the spectators? Uh, just to give an example, the World Wrestling Entertainment, which again is a very, very popular uh, show, uh, or WWE Raw, WWE SmackDown, has been performing uh, without spectators so far. They've gone ahead and actually telecast uh, WrestleMania, which is their premier uh, pay-per-view, uh, without spectators. And that's happened for the first time in the history of World Wrestling Entertainment. So in terms of the IPL happening without spectators, do you think that will ever work out for the format, considering the energy and the cheers and the chants? That's what really adds up to the glamour and the, the excitement of the game. I mean, from a player's perspective, it will not be the same. Uh, because um, playing the IPL, one of the biggest factors in playing the IPL is the atmosphere, the uh, the excitement and the pressure you feel in front of uh, a, a, a whole stadium, which is which is which is what all of us play for. It's actually yeah. something which is really enjoyable. The the kind of uh, adrenaline rush you get uh, in front of a full stadium. I mean, you just can't recreate that in practice or in or in daily life. So yeah, I mean, if it happens, uh, I mean, none of us are in a position to dictate terms because I mean, it's 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 um, it's going to be based on what the organizers want and what the team owners want. Uh, but if it happens, I mean, definitely we would be really happy that it's happening rather than it not happening. But uh, but to be honest, I, I'm I'm sure every player would say that it will not be the same. It, there will be a, a massive uh, difference. Yeah. yeah, I mean, if you think about, uh, as you mentioned, the RCB fans, I mean, there have been times that we waited till 2 or 3 in the morning, considering that we're entering May now and in Bangalore, it starts raining in May. And there are times when, oh, you know, I've, I've seen when I was standing with my mic outside, uh, you know, waiting for spectators to come out, I've asked them, they're saying, no, no, we're going to wait. We're not going to sell our tickets in black or give it away to somebody. We'll wait till <laughs> the game gets over. And actually, there was a match between RCBA and Chennai Super Kings where actually went down to 2 o'clock in the morning. And they played the game. The groundsmen really dried up the field. And uh, I mean, as you said, you know, without the fans, it's it's just not. Man, those, an IPL those, game. Game, those, those games are nightmares because what happens is when it rains so much in Chinnaswamy, the wicket gets a bit damp. Mm-hmm. And okay. uh, compared to all stadiums, when the Chinnaswamy wicket gets damp, as a fast bowler, you just don't have any grip when you when you bowl on the surface. Mm-hmm. Okay. So man, it can it's actually like a bowler's nightmare. Uh, when you play in a in a in a really rain shortened match, 
because okay. I mean you you don't mind the the overs coming down. You know how it's going to be. It's just going to be uh, like balls to the wall from 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 ball one. But yeah. Uh, but 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 just the surface gets really really slippery. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So uh, different question here. You know, one of the things they've been talking about with all the COVID stuff is for for the bowlers about shining the ball and and using saliva. Right? Have you seen any of this? Uh, so they yeah, I've, I've, I've been reading about such stuff. See, in a T Twenty game, it really doesn't matter that much because the ball really doesn't swing after the second or third over. Right. Uh, fourth over in like a really good, uh, like in in not very dry conditions, but it will play a massive role in the four day game uh, and the five day and the test matches because that's when you really rely on on movement to get wickets. Um, and T20 of mainly bowling defensive stuff. Yeah. So, so yeah, it will matter with the red ball for sure. So, with that, like, what do you think about that? Do you think that that uh, is there a good solution to that, or is it? What are your thoughts on that? I mean, it's hard because as a bowler, you don't want that to happen. <laughs> to be yeah. honest, because uh, at the end of the day, the ball doesn't really shine well with sweat. And and to be honest, they might. Bring in the rule, but it's going to be, going to be really hard to monitor. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, the umpires have their hands full anyway, and mm-hmm. they can't really be stressing and looking wherever the ball is going. If guys are putting spit on it, not putting spit on it. So, I mean, even if it comes into play, it's going to be really difficult for the umpires to monitor it. I'm not saying that guys would want to cheat, but at the end of the day, everything in cricket is uh, batsman centric, mm-hmm. and the one thing—it's not what we have going for us, but the one thing um, which we can use to our advantage is swinging the ball. And now, mm-hmm. if you don't put spit on it, it's going to be difficult to swing the ball. So, so yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, like I said, I mean, uh, it's up to the the guys who make all the decisions. But uh, and and obviously, player and if 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 the vaccine hasn't been found, then that might be realistic because you don't mm-hmm. want people to get infected and stuff. Yeah, uh, but at the end of the day, from a bowler's perspective, it will be a bit difficult. But uh, like I said, if there's no vaccine and everybody's not being vaccinated, I feel that's the safer option. Yeah, you know, I saw uh, Chehal had made a comment about it. You know, he's always a little bit of a jokester. You know, and um, the thing that he said was, "Well, if the bowlers can't do that, then we have to make you know some sort of rule for the batsmen to." to keep it fair. And so his sure. idea is that anytime a batsman would hit a six, the batsman has to be the one to go retrieve it. <laughs> <laughs> but trust you, you to say something like that. But uh, yeah, I mean, if you would be making like a comedy show, yeah, that would be applicable, but, but that's not going <laughs> to, that, that, that's not going to happen. We all know that. So, so yeah, I mean, it's, it's cool. Whatever happens, we just got to be okay with it and move on. But speaking about Chahal, Ryan, you know, uh, um, I think Virat Kohli uh, had mentioned that Chahal has a lot of other talents. I mean, I think he's also an extremely good chess player. And mm. he, he also is a, is a chartered accountant, if I'm not wrong. I, I read this uh, sometime wow. earlier. I don't know. Varun can correct me if I'm wrong. Um, on those lines, Varun, um, have you ever thought, I mean, have you ever had when you're growing up uh, an alternate career that you wanted to pursue or was it always cricket from the beginning? Uh, I mean, the first thing which I wanted to be was a fighter pilot. Uh, hmm. and and I was obsessed with it. I think the first thing I ever drew as a kid was a fighter pilot. So I used to I used to draw with the scale like the the body, the the wings, the the fins, and uh, like m- my first comics were these comics called Commando comics. Uh, okay. They're these 
British World War Two comics, um, and, I, and I have like five hundred of them now. Um, oh. So I mean, I was obsessed with being a fighter pilot. But then you can't really fly a plane when you're nine or ten years old. Uh, <laughs> and by that time, I was playing cricket, and I realized I'm decent at cricket. So I I kept playing cricket till um, till I was in school, and I kept getting better. So then I I thought that I might be a decent cricketer. Uh, like past school and stuff like that. So, so yeah, I mean, if 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 cricket, if if uh, if it if cricket didn't happen, I would definitely be in flying fighter fighter jets because I I think it's 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 just thing. I mean, I think it's speed at the end of the day, which I was really obsessed with since a kid. <laughs> That's kind awesome. of put the speed from the fighter pilot dreams to the cricket field with uh, all the fast bowling. You know, before we started the podcast, I was discussing with Ryan that how um, we need to see um, more bowlers like you, uh, especially in, in national interest, especially uh, to kind of, you know, have more fast bowlers like you in the Indian cricket team. On, on that front, uh, where do you think uh, fast bowling uh, is going in, in, in terms of the Indian scenario? Are we seeing uh, more people coming up to being great fast bowlers? And when we say fast bowler is not just about speed but it's also about the line and length uh, because you can bowl really fast but if you bowl it on a full toss so you can really get it out of the park so in terms of uh, young fast bowlers are we seeing that happening in india upcoming fast bowlers training only for speed and bounce and you know um, we'd really love to see somebody come up like you or, or you know when you look around people like brett lee or shoy bakhtar um, you know dale stain sean tate um, can we see somebody like that uh, on, on those lines coming up in India in the future? Are the youngsters uh, looking at that front? Yeah, why not? I really feel that India in the future will be producing a lot of fast bowlers because um, technically Indians uh, develop at a, at, a, at, a, at a earlier age compared to uh, most a lot of other countries because we just play really high high volumes and play a lot of cricket from, since we were young. Because like in other countries, uh, kids don't just play cricket, they played a lot of other sports growing up. Mm. But in India, just the way the culture is, a lot of kids just stick to one sport. So if the cricketers mostly, like in most cases, grow up just playing cricket. So we've already gotten great volumes of, uh, of bowling or batting and our technique's really good. And now um, with uh, like the social, like this internet age kicking in, I feel everybody is more educated with training, and there's a lot more awareness with training. And at the end of the day, um, obviously bowling is really important when it comes to bowling fast. But also you got to be strong, you got to be, you got to be agile, you got to be flexible. And uh, there are really good trainers in India now uh, who work with fast bowlers. So, so yeah, training is evolving. People are evolving, and I'm sure uh, you're going to see a lot of fast bowlers in the years to come. What What do you do to kind of you know keep up your pace? Um, I know you've, you've hit more than 150 on so many occasions, uh, but what do you do in terms of training? I know that the Indian cricket scene has now taken up fitness and nutrition and training very very seriously. Uh, you mentioned about Robin Uthappa as your neighbor. Uh, I know that uh, fitness and training has done a huge difference to his performance on the field. Uh, Virat Kohli is another example of, of how uh, nutrition and you know, training can help you evolve as a cricketer. What do you do in terms of training, Varun, to kind of be the fast bowler that you are? And uh, what are your tips for upcoming young fast bowlers? I think more than see, uh, training is something very, very personal. Uh, when I say personal, I mean every individual needs a different kind of training and different pattern of training because no human is, is the same, no human body is the same. 
So it's not necessarily what I do would suit somebody else, and it's not necessarily what somebody else doesn't suit me. But I feel the key is to be really committed and um, and be at it as a fast bowler, three sixty five days of the year. Because uh, I feel fast bowlers are, are like uh, are like machines. You can't really take too much time off. You you've got to uh, be at it all the time. Uh, if not working on your bowling, working on your fitness, then you have those one percenters like Pilates and yoga. And and your 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 nutrition is really big because I mean at the end of the day whatever you put into your put into your body you just your body is going to give you uh, only that much uh, so yeah like I said people are a lot more aware now uh, of how to go about things and um, and yeah uh, when it comes to fitness and nutrition I just feel uh, staying consistent is really important uh, with what you eat. Uh, and obviously healthy stuff not consistently unhealthy consistently healthy stuff and and consistently working on on the areas you think you need to work on and staying strong uh doing doing a lot of running a lot of bowling and a lot of uh, gym it's got to be a good mix of everything uh, some people go extra they just go run a lot or gym a lot or just bowl a lot it doesn't work like that you got to have a, a right balance of everything so I know we're uh, probably running out of time here soon. So I've got some kind of rapid fire questions for you, right? So three questions and just give me your, your quick answers on them. Okay. Yeah. Who are uh, some of your favorite teammates that you've played with? I would say Dhawal Kulkarni, Umesh Yadav, KL Rahul, um, Murli Vijay. Ah. Yes. What about uh, when you were growing up? Did you have any favorite players or specifically like fast bowlers that you maybe wanted to be like? I definitely really liked Andy Roberts for some reason when I was growing up, but I never really had an idol to be honest. But I liked the way Andy Roberts went about his business. Okay, and last one here: Who is your uh, favorite batsman to bowl to? The most challenging batsman I've bowled to would definitely be uh, Rahul Dravid, um, mm. because I mean he just had uh, the knack of making you look really slow, no matter how quick you bowled. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, and uh, I remember the first time that we hung out, we talked about Dravid because I said that he was like one of my very favorites, and I remember you just being like, "Oh no, like not Dravid! Like he's you know he's everything that's against what you are, you know." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. It's like he lives to defeat guys like you. <laughs> yeah. So so yeah, I mean, I would say Rahul Dravid, the the most favorite batsman I've bowled ever. Yes. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. I've got one bonus uh, rapid fire. Uh, one bonus rapid fire question. Um, and then that is uh, marriage or bachelorhood? What would you choose? Man, obviously marriage. You can't, you can't, I, can't, I can't even say otherwise. Can she hear you right now? <laughs> I, 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 I wouldn't be giving this interview if it wasn't for marriage. Like, I... I, I <laughs> 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 oh, God. Oh, yeah, man. that's good. That's a good one. Vivek, anything else? Yeah. Uh, well, that's about it. I think it's been a pleasure to speak to Varun over this podcast and get to know some really interesting things about the current scenario on the IPL, his favorite cricketers, his 
his personal likes, dislikes. He's also spoken about his ideas about fitness and nutrition. So it's been an absolute pleasure, Varun, to have you on our podcast. And uh, what are your thoughts about the combination of an American, um, you know, loving cricket so much, uh, teaming up with an Indian to discuss and speak about cricket? Do you think it's, uh, it's a cool idea? It's crazy, man. Damon Ryan knows. I I, I feel a lot of, lot of uh, Indian Indian cricket fans wouldn't know. Uh, <laughs> okay. It just, that, <laughs> it just shows how much he loves the game. And, uh, and 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 yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, that's something which which I really like, and and I just uh, I feel uh, cricket should spread to other countries and not just uh, like the countries which are playing cricket at the moment, because it's uh, it's a game which uh, which not just uh, it, it teaches you a lot. Uh, it's 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 a great leveler. Uh, you 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 just can't turn up every day and. Even if you're feeling great or you're in great form, it's not necessarily going to get a five-wicket haul or you're going to score a hundred. So yeah, it's a game which a lot of youngsters should play throughout the world, and and I'm great. Uh, people like Ryan are encouraging the sport in other countries and and loving the sport more than anything. Yeah. Well, Varun, thanks so much again for for coming on. I appreciate you being no worries, here no worries, and chatting with us cheers. for a little while. Yes, yes, yes. It was it was really good. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Varun, for joining us on the podcast. Bye. Well. Uh, that was a pretty interesting chat with Wadon, isn't it, Ryan? Uh, so much we heard uh, about cricket and about his personal life. And he was the first uh, really international uh, celebrity guest. So I'm really excited to uh, put this podcast out for the world to listen into. And um, as you said, I think cricket should become more and more popular in non-cricket-loving nations. And now it's your job to make, uh, and my job to, my and your job to make this podcast really popular. Uh, throw in the love, bring in the support, uh, show us all your support you have and the love you have for the game. What are your thoughts on today's podcast uh, before we end the show? Yeah, uh, it was great having Varun on. I think he's a, a great guy and was an awesome guest. Uh, and so, yeah, just excited to have him here at kind of the beginning uh, of this podcast. And so, if you're listening and you enjoyed that, then, you know, I would just ask that you would. Uh, kind of share this like so on your social media or send it to WhatsApp or, you know, just share it with people around you. Let's make this uh, grow and we can get more awesome guests on like Varin and just continue having great conversations. Absolutely. I've had a blast on this podcast, ladies and gentlemen. It's me, Vivek Binag, signing off from Bengaluru with my buddy Ryan Mayfield from Arkansas. You're listening to Around the Wicked. It's a podcast by an American guy and an Indian guy talking, living and just enjoying cricket all the way. We'll see you next time. Keep it locked in and enjoy yourselves.